Hey everybody. Hi friends. I'm Megan. And I'm Allison and welcome to Out of the Average Podcast. Welcome everyone. Hey, so um, we haven't really spoken much about um, astrology like in detail on the podcast, but we are in the middle of, not the middle, beginning? Yeah. Middle, yeah. beginning of June. And so we're in Gemini season. And so not, this really doesn't matter too much to our topic for the podcast today. But if we know anything about Gemini, it's that Gemini is the, like the sign of Gemini are the twins. So we're seeing like these mirroring souls. And that's what Megan and I have wanted to discuss today is this concept of twin flames, also known as a mirror soul or a soul connection. So um, unfortunately, we actually had planned to have a guest on the podcast this week uh, to chat about their twin flame experience and their thoughts on twin flames. But um, unfortunately, that fell through. Who knows? Maybe one day in the future, we'll have someone on to talk about twin flames. But today it's just going to be us. So we're going to just give a little info about twin flames. We do have, uh, I don't want to say unfortunately, we do have very strong opinions, Megan and I, about twin flames. And so um, we are going to discuss that. We are going to, like, we're not really going to hold back too much. Um, But we did want to let everyone know that there was going to be someone to balance this out. And so we might not be as balanced this episode, but it's not something that we haven't thought about. So anyway, without further ado, let's get weird. Let's get weird. Okay, so I figured kicking off this topic in general, we could kind of go back to like the origins of um, soulmates in general, Mm -hmm. just the idea of the separation of two two souls so um most referenced um like there the idea of twin flames I was trying to look up like the origins kind of behind it Mm -hmm. and more often than not people cite Plato and his ideas from his philosophical work called the symposium so in it like it's basically a whole group of men like he's writing about this whole group of famous people like Socrates and Aristophanes and people like that um kind of like all together and they're all giving speeches and it's all in praise of Eros, the god of love and desire, who we've mentioned on this podcast before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. And so at one point, Plato has um, Aristophanes say essentially that at one point in time, like early, 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 early on, humans were actually two-faced, two-armed, mm-hmm. two-legs, essentially two people fused into one and this is just how humans were but they were really really powerful because of that really really strong and Mm -hmm. gods started to fear their power and kind of wanted to take a handle on the situation before their pride and their hubris kind of like led them to overtake the gods and um so Zeus not wanting to smite them all and lose these sources of tributes because of course they're praising the gods at the same time they're giving offerings (laughs) exactly exactly so instead of just like killing out the population of humans what he does instead is cuts everybody in half and essentially people 
then were in pain and like looking, longing for their other halves. And this, this is where we get the idea of soulmates. Um, going into the actual story, it was like said that Apollo had um, felt pity for the suffering humans. And so what he did was he sewed up their halves full again. So that way, not the two together, but the single entities that were then cut in half. And the only proof that we have of the fact that we were sewn in the first place and taken apart from our other halves or our belly buttons. Uh-huh. That's like the idea of like the belly buttons. <laughs> but, and then people, you know, they were able to cope better at that point, but still they always had this sense of longing. And it was essentially the sense of longing, which was kind of like the idea of love. Um, and the love that we have is us searching for our other half that was separated from us back by Zeus Mm -hmm. and so I feel like that's like a good place to start for this whole idea of um twin flames in the first place because that's the idea of finding your other half so do you want to go into this a little bit twin flame idea actually I was gonna say I like I knew you were gonna talk a little bit about like these origins and I actually knew that story but I didn't even (laughs) think about it in terms of like this episode like I knew like the oh like there were two of everything or two pairs of everything but then Mm -hmm. And so I didn't even think about it like that. So, so we were talking a little bit about like soulmates, but specifically for this episode, we're talking about twin flames. And so Megan, have you heard of twin flames before? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, a little, but not really like this was the most kind of like research that I had essentially ever done into it. It wasn't ever anything that ever kind of like picked my interest or anything. So twin flames are a concept that I've never really um, like resonated with personally. Um, and I don't know if that has to do with like more like of wounds on my part, especially because of what I know of twin flames. So like we had said in the intro, there was supposed to be a guest on the podcast um, this week um, who had a little bit more experience with twin flames as well as um, someone who uh, really vibed with that sort of concept and so I can't speak in that sort of way but twin flames like just because I know how to talk up a storm before we uh even get into like what twin flames are so like Megan said before soulmates are this idea of um like when I was doing research and this is might be a very esoteric explanation of it but when I was doing research it was more of soulmates are part of the, like the same energy field so like if we want to believe that we're souls before we come into the plane it's a soulmate is someone who's kind of in the same sort of soul realm energy as you and so that's why you guys resonate really well because your energies are already um already attracted and compatible exactly twin flames are almost like if we think of twins in the womb like depending on the types of twins we're talking about they're like two eggs that split in uh, one egg that splits into two right this is kind of what a twin flame is it's one soul that actually splits into two and so it goes down onto the physical plane and now these this soul that was split in half how now has two physical incarnations and so we're talking like really like we're mirroring each other um like they're twin flames are also known as like being like real opposites so you're mirroring a lot of like the same insecurities the same um sort of issues and because of that most people talk of twin flames as romantic relationships they don't always have to be romantic but most people talk about it in a romantic sense Um, when people are searching for their twin flame or seeking their twin flame, uh, which most 
like when people find out about their twin flame, that's what they hope to do. Um, it's normally a very intense, intense, intense relationship. And so um, I actually did, while researching this episode, I found out that there were stages of twin flame like relationships there's like seven to eight there's a lot more than I thought there were um which is like (laughs) insane to me um so we can go through the stages if you want to Megan to kind of get more of a sense of what a twin flame relationship sort of is before we go into it too um another definition so like one of the things about twin flames that I found is that the research on it can be like kind of all over the place so like for instance how you said that they're like opposites like and kind of like this reflection um mirrored souls like uh, opposite like bringing out like what it is that you do need to work on things like that um and I saw that like since you are the same of the same soul but it's just two separate souls that are incarnated and it's like once you once your soul is like um essentially like resonating at a higher frequency and that's when you're going to be able to move forward and and that's why you have a twin flame because of that purpose but um something interesting that I saw that was like a bit contradictory to that was that um sometimes they said that twin flames the people are exactly the same as you Mm -hmm. like whereas you can find the same exact kind of like storyline of your upbringing and your childhood and things like that these big pivotal issues in your life but then on the other hand I've seen like no it's the total opposite they had the exact opposite childhood and the exact opposite traumas and the exact opposite um kind of like um key points in their lives so it's interesting that it's kind of like on this like realm of like maybe maybe the, the, this is your idea of it but maybe it could also be like this is the exact opposite idea of what a twin yeah. flame and um another thing that I wanted to note was that I interestingly like when I was doing research for the most part like your definition of twin flame is what I had read um regarding it like whereas a lot of times I did say it actually didn't have to be a romantic relationship mm-hmm. um it could be any kind of re- relationship um like mentor student kind of a thing mm-hmm. um but another definition that I actually came across, like a straight up definition, and this was from um, a source that was supposedly like really um, like a key source on the topic of twin flames. And their definition of twin flames are um, those whose souls have agreed to reincarnate together across many lifetimes. So I thought that that was an interesting interpretation See, as well. That, but I disagree with that. I just agree well, with that. Listen, and this is why I, I don't necessarily agree with that either. Okay. I'm just saying that is, this is supposed to, this is from a key source. There's this website called Loner Wolf. And, yeah, no, that's um, actually, I have a lot of sources from, I was actually going to well, pinpoint that I, I really like Loner Wolf as, so as a source. That was their definition. Yeah. That was one of their definitions of- They have a couple of articles. I wonder if we read the same- They do. And this, I don't, I think that this was a different article. Um, This was like, I read from a different website and was like, oh, definitely source your material from here if you need to like learn from the beginning about Twin Flames. Mm -hmm. And so I just thought it was another, that's another kind of example of my point. I was, sometimes I feel like the information- like the same I would even that feels like soulmate to me like because that does feel like soulmate. I don't want to like veer too much I definitely want to have this conversation but like I also feel like we're jumping 10 steps ahead because like I can go off on that right so then let's hang on to it because for me a soulmate is someone that you can also 
people again separate twin flame from soulmate like twin flame is like the next level up from soulmate and like I believe soulmates are like souls that we've reincarnated in many reincarnated in many lives and so like how is twin flame different from soulmate like that sort of well here's another that's another thing though is that like I read more often than not that twin flame is an entirely separate idea from soulmate yeah or like the next level like an even more intense kind of relationship over soulmate but then in other articles and I say articles like as in plural I read yeah soulmates can be a type of twin flames and twin flames can be a type of soulmates which I think is kind of contradictory like you can't have them be both and also especially if we're going on the idea that soulmates are two separate souls that have found each other that bring out the best in who you are and support Mm -hmm. you um but regardless they're two separate souls the idea of the whole idea of twin flame is that you share a soul that you have one soul and also thus one consciousness depending on your definition of soul Mm -hmm. consciousness and being and and then you're seeking you're both seeking each other out and that's to help you improve to work through traumas to bring yourself to a higher level of being to your highest self but so like by default how could twin flame then be a soulmate you know what I mean because it's not it's it's one soul mating like one soul coming yeah it's one soul like coming back into like oneness into oneness yeah so it's just (sighs) yeah and that's like the nuance of it because I just feel like everything you're working on twin flame with like technically is the same thing that you technically be working like with a soulmate kind of yeah though but but also like the twin flame is known to be more intense than yeah and also you can have it's more of a comfort safety but this is where I have a lot of disagreements around twin flame and why I just don't think I don't get the hype of twin flame um personally that's personally that's also too though like you can not everyone support well here's another contradictory thing one article I read it said everybody could have a twin flame though your soul might not be in the state like your presence might not be in the state to connect to it and you don't have to in your lifetime to to fulfill your life's purpose yes I have I have have seen that. that but I've also read articles that said no not everybody has a twin flame so it's kind of like I definitely do believe twin flames exist like I let me clarify that like as a concept just because I don't resonate with it does not mean that I don't believe it exists I do that is not a but however personally for me it is not a relationship that I am seeking out in this lifetime because I have no interest in from what I've heard that it's like I have no interest in a relationship like that and again we'll get into it but say what you were going to say, Megan. Well, just like on the yeah. flip of that, like, I don't know that I necessarily, I'm, I'm way too unseasoned with this as a topic in the first place to be able to be like, well, first off, it is like one of those esoteric kind of concepts who mm-hmm. can ever really say like, who yeah. can necessarily validate it. Exactly. But, um, for me personally, I don't know how I feel about the idea of Twin Flames because um we'll get into it a little bit more um with our discussion later uh, uh, as to like some of my points as to why I don't believe that's the case but like I do want to say I do believe in the concept of soulmates Mm -hmm. and and also to that point I believe that people can have multiple soulmates that have different levels of significance to your life and to your but I don't necessarily know that I 
subscribe to this idea of twin flames but yeah let's before we get even more into yeah. this like our our opinions because we're yeah we're <laughs> um and that's what I feel about twin flame though it's hard for me to have a conversation about twin flame and not have like this sort of back and forth like oh my god you know like like sort of conversation but mm -hmm. actually before I even get into the stages how about I talk about some common twin flame symptoms yes absolutely yeah so this read is a, there's a lot of like I so we read through a lot of articles as you guys can tell yeah but I feel like there's like some articles are like here's like eight basic but then there's like here's 21 signs and I'm like oh my goodness here's yeah a lot of stuff it, to help you intense. clarify it is intense definitely so a twin flame is such a polarizing conversation and topic in general so like obviously there's going to be a lot out there totally. um I got this I got this list specifically from the law of attraction.com um and they have a whole article on twin flames and um again okay so let me just go through them so the first one is intuitively knowing what the other person is doing feeling or thinking about um sharing many of the same interests uh having the same thoughts and emotions at the same time feeling a strong physical pull to touch or be close whether it's romantic or platonic um, having the same dreams at night and frequently appearing in each other's dreams. Um, and the core messages of those dreams can be very similar. Um, feeling like you can easily communicate without speaking out loud. Um, understanding complex or hidden parts of each other. Um, sharing some of the same vulnerabilities and weaknesses. And feeling like it's safe to be um, your most authentic self around this person. Now, again, some of these things sound like soulmates and I, I don't want to jump into like already like contradict, like giving my like spin or my opinion on this stuff. But I, as someone who really believes in energy and like the energetic bodies of people, I think as far as like, you know, knowing what the other person is doing, feeling or thinking about, like honestly, Megan, I feel like we have a connection where like, I know sometimes what you're doing, feeling and thinking about. And like, I would not call you my twin flame. I would just I, say that we're with each other enough super. that like I, and as an empath, I have a really good read on the energetic body. And like, and, you and just so, hit it on the nose. That's exactly that. like in the vein that I was thinking, like for one, if you're any kind of an empath, I think that you would yeah. be more inclined to experience even half the things on those lists and then secondly I think that it is at least these symptoms and of course these are the symptoms not stages yes these symptoms yeah. that you perhaps have met your twin flame I think this very well feels like something that you could feel with someone that like I consider you Allison one of my kinds of soulmates 100 same here and I think that a lot of those things I'm like yeah, maybe not every single thing, but the majority of those, yeah, I can experience with you or even like, just to be a little off topic, like I felt so connected to Megan at one point that like I was craving all of my <laughs> favorite foods. Like this was a thing that was like, actually it was wild. So like, and we were not even physically, we were not together. even physically together. It happened like a few times, like it's most specifically at Thanksgiving. So, so like crazy. at Thanksgiving, we had our own separate Thanksgivings. I, Megan, one day, not one day, like, like <laughs> after the fact, like it was after we had like eaten our Thanksgiving dinner, she was yeah. like, oh, like, what do you enjoy eating? Like, what was your favorite part of the dinner? And I was like, it, 
baffled me because my least favorite part of Thanksgiving dinner are the sweet potatoes with marshmallows. Like <laughs> I absolutely like never in my life would I eat them ever. And like, it was so crazy because like this Thanksgiving, it was the only thing I wanted on my plate. Like it was literally that, the only thing I was craving. And it was I so funny because it. like, that's my favorite Thanksgiving dinner meal. Like, that is literally like the ideal. Like I could just have that on Thanksgiving for breakfast, lunch, dinner, dessert. And I would be so content. Yeah, no, <laughs> I never have craved that ever in my life. They, I've always found it way too sweet. And I was eating Thanksgiving dinner and I was like, nothing is fulfilling me <laughs> yes. right now other than these sweet potatoes. But like, not even that, like a week later, I text Megan and I'm like, why am I craving soy nog right now? Yes. And like, <laughs> I have never had soy nog. So I've been craving something that I've never had. But not only that, she was at the supermarket Yes. And had forgotten to pick up her soy nog. That was she like forgotten to go down I the wanted. aisle. <laughs> it was the one thing I wanted, and I walked past it. I was like, "I'm gonna come back for it," and totally forgot it. And then you text me that I was like, "Oh my god, dude! Like you're having the same craving as me." So and, and so that's me intuitively knowing what the other person is feeling and thinking <laughs> yes. about. And I yeah. don't, unfortunately, think of you as my twin flame. <laughs> yeah, no, unfortunately, yeah. I would say yeah. fortunately. Yeah, fortunately. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but so, yeah, that's like a really like crazy example. But like, that's just how I feel about it. Yeah. I agree. I totally yeah. agree with you on, on this idea of like the symptoms and stuff. It does sound more in the vein of soulmates but again it is not even like soulmates just like empathy like empathy totally being able to read people's energy of people that they're around a lot you know 100 and also like this idea that you can have that like a lot of those things I feel like I feel like with my twin sister and no I don't think that me and my sister are twin flames just because we're twins doesn't mean you're twins exactly and like I've me and her have dreamt I had weird dreams like where we dreamt the same things on the same nights yeah. and stuff like that so we yeah so like, on the pod yeah so I don't think that that's necessarily but then again you and I aren't seeking out twin flames and these are some of the things that people who well, are like what is it that I'm who don't don't know what twin flames are they're like oh this could help me narrow it down so I see that so then so what are alternatively what are some of the stages? Can you go through some of the stages? Yeah, let me go through some of the stages as well. So um, stage one, and this is from lonerwolf.com. This is um, like, I think the article is literally just eight twin flame stages. Are you experiencing this? And again, we'll link everything in the summary. Um, Stage one is yearning for the one. So I think with most twin flames, people are not uh, I, maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but it sounds to me in a lot of the experiences I've heard of, or I've like seen as I've done research or as I've just seen things are that most people are actively seeking. Um, if, if not, like, I'm sure there are definitely cases of people who have met twin flames and not been able to like, maybe explain the sort of connection that they've had and have used twin flames as, as, and okay. So we're going through the stages. I do want to mention that like another issue I have with twin flames is that I feel like it does kind of justify almost abusive relationships because they're so intense and so passionate or like twin flames sometimes like you can't be with them there's almost like a forbidden love sometimes when it comes to like twin flame sort of concepts um but stage one specifically from what it says in this article is 
yearning for the one. So you're preparing for the arrival of your twin flame, whether it's on a conscious level or an unconscious level. Um, so, and it says here that uh, the stage of preparation involves the development of self-awareness, discovery, and understanding. And that is kind of like what I was saying before, like your soul has to already have reached like this higher frequency yeah. kind of, of a being too, like for you. Yeah, which is like a whole other conversation that yeah, we have a little bit later on just my thoughts about that as well. Um, so stage two is glimpsing the one. Um, and so when we're talking about twin flames, specifically in the article, they're using the words, the one I should call yeah. it. Yeah. Um, Cause you only have one twin flame. There's only one. Um, so you might have like a real life meeting or you have a dream signal. You can dream about them coming. It said, um, so you have a, a lingering sense of intense curiosity and desire to get to know the person the person better so that's like the glimpsing so it can be again in a dream or meeting them in real life the glimpsing is almost like the curiosity of like oh who is this person like why do I feel this way about this person um like you know that they're special stage three is falling in love so at that point you're this is talking about it of twin flame as purely a romantic connection uh, well, I guess you could fall no, you can platonically. Fall yeah, definitely. Yeah, you fall in love. But you fall in love, like, very, very hard. So, like, mm -hmm. whether it's romantically or platonically, like, you are, like, com like committing to this per Like, this is your this person. Is like, this is it. Um, and, like, it literally says here in the article, the impact will knock the breath right out of you. <laughs> um, and so you'll fall. Like, the more you get to know them, the more you'll fall um, deeply, deeply in love. You might feel disoriented, lovesick, or unlike yourself. And you might, try, might even try to resist the attraction. But you have to accept the reality of being in this twin flame relationship. Stage four is kind of the honeymoon stage. Uh, this calls it the fairy tale relationship. So, like, once you make it official with your twin flame, um, it will seem as though your twin flame fulfills every single need you have and everything you ever possibly wanted. So it's like a taste of paradise. But then after that, we have stage five, and that's the outer turmoil and the inner purging is what uh, Loner Wolf ca calls it. And so basically trouble in paradise, egos start to flare up, sudden differences in opinions, tastes, personalities. This is what I'm saying when this is what I know about twin flame relationships is that it, they can get very volatile. Um, yeah. And very, very intense and passionate, but not necessarily in the best and healthiest way sort of thing. Yeah. I read a lot that there are examples of twin flame relationships, especially if you can't, because the thing about twin flame relationships is that the other your other is supposed to help you shed your ego, work through issues, resonate at a higher level. Yeah. And not when you guys meet, you guys aren't necessarily both at the same level of your journey. Mm -hmm. And because of that, that can add fuel to the fire because one half of that relationship isn't in that stage or isn't yeah. in that making themselves or your yourself better kind of a yeah. stage and that there can be examples of like you know it has to just fizzle out also examples of toxic relationships because of this this reason yeah. but a lot of the sources of course that I'm reading are from places of more mindfulness mm -hmm. saying that if the, if it is kind of like turning into a toxic relationship 
then you don't need it. Yeah. Like kind of like you shouldn't just because you might be a- attracted to this idea of twin flame and think, and maybe they are your twin flame if that's what you what you feel that doesn't mean you should they're not none of these articles are saying stick with your toxic relationship Mm -hmm. and get through it none of them are saying that and if you're reading a source like that don't read a source like that get out of that toxic or seek help how you can however it may be of course this is all going to be circumstantial yeah and it isn't always the case that it's going to be so toxic there are people who are probably looking for their twin flames as a way to heal some really deep things like Mm -hmm. that's what I know about twin flame relationships or people seeking twin flame relationships are there maybe not everybody but there are people who are very like spiritually involved or spiritually awakened and they know they have wounds or core wounds that they want to work on and and you know the twin flame they mirror our insecurities so if insecurities are something that you really want to work on like this is the the greatest lesson this is the greatest challenge but again both people have to be on board with that I think there needs to be like a strict communication of like okay like we're gonna really trigger each other like we're gonna really do that but we're gonna work through it and so I feel like when there isn't that conscious awareness of that it turns into that really like toxic abusive sort of situation that we don't want to be in um this article says like because like um twin flames mirror it says our shadow selves so if you're an emotionally repressed person your twin flame will likely be emotion emotionally explosive um and if you tend to be arrogant your twin flame will most likely to be uncertain certain and quiet um but again you had also talked about a contradiction where it's like they don't have to be opposites like it could be the same like it's not it's it's also mirroring to have an explosive person and an an explosive person you know like that's exactly mirroring each other as well um so um like this article says that in this this stage might seem disastrous but it's necessary for our growth again I don't really believe that um but uh you know we uh you're going through that turbulent stage stage six is another thing I don't really vibe with um so as far as twin flames mirroring each other there is uh this concept of the runner and the chaser Right, which yeah. I'm not that familiar with, so I'm interested to hear what. You have yeah, to say. so it's at least as far as I understand this, it it's kind of sim not simple, but simplistically, um, like this article describes it as a game of cat and mouse. So with these mirroring like this mirroring situation there's going to be one person who's a little bit more mature and is going to constantly run from the situation so it's going to avoid like it's like oh I don't want to deal with this I don't want to talk about this or like specifically when like they're both triggering each other like you have the one person who wants to avoid the situation and then you have the one person who keeps almost like yearning for the other to work through something and and I'm sure I'm sure you've seen relationships like this where it's like you have the one person who really doesn't seem to care as much as the other and the other is like trying to make them like you know like oh you should care about this grow yeah this and you need to grow and the other one's like no I don't really want to do that and so you have like this this uh discord between what they each want and so that itself I think is also because it's like you're almost forcing you know the at least in my opinion like the chaser is almost forcing the one runner to show up in a way that the chaser wants them to show up and like that mm. runner is like not quite there to you show shouldn't up try and change anybody 
Yeah. So, um, so that's, that's the runner and chaser stage. Um, stage seven here is surrender and dissolution. So um, this is a period of um, surrender, I guess, after all this chaos. Um, like, like settling in. Yeah, you're starting to settle that in. That you are surrendered to the work, the shadow work that you have exactly. to do. Exactly. Like they're starting to be like, okay, this is the work that needs to be done. They shed like the ego they shed that little mm-hmm. voice in the back of their head that's trying to control them and then they can really start to deepen their relationship mm-hmm. and then um uh, it says here it's common to go through stages six and seven many times throughout their relationship so it's probably like a, a cycle there and again that's a like a conscious choice like until you decide okay i need to like do what I need to do. Uh, there is going to always be that that cycling of patterns, right? Um, and then this stage eight is kind of what you were talking about as far as uh, twin flames is this idea of oneness. So as mm. as soon as like the relationship becomes um, like as the it says as the problems in your relationship become increasingly easy to deal with, you will enter a period of soul reunion. Um, and stage eight is common for you to both find a shared meaning, passion, or cause that bring you to a mutual sense of fulfillment. Um, yeah. So I read that like a lot of couples, twin flame couples, and I'm saying the word couple, but it doesn't necessarily have to mean a romantic couple, just the couple of the twin flame. Um, not only are they bringing themselves to their highest purpose, their highest, their mm-hmm. highest self, but they're also meant to do work in this world. Mm. um they're supposed to bring together and they like people are like whether it's a small quote unquote small scale as in like your own circle like adopting children Mm. um to like a larger scale helping the environment helping like big organization like really being a changer of the world like on a more massive scale Ah, okay and I I read a lot I didn't realize that it was associated with twin flame though I thought it was associated with soulmates just in general no so this is apparently like certain soulmates not every soulmate is gonna like change the world with you but I I I have heard that in terms of I didn't know it was uh, there was a couple there was two sources that I'll like link in there and both of them were like um both of them said like they're like one of the biggest goals and the biggest outcomes of this unionizing of the twin flames is that they always want to help the greater good and do something better I'm like cool but also so here's the thing like even with what you were just talking about with regards to step six, seven, and then going on to eight, honestly, the whole thing with regards to all of these steps, I kind of feel like, and of course, this is my own opinion, that in relationships that you have in your life, especially very close relationships, you should already be getting the sense of like, enabling each other enabling not pushing Mm -hmm. change enabling each other to change grow work on your issues singly and also together Mm -hmm. um there should be this sense of like growth and then Mm -hmm. maybe even discord in your relationships not to everybody's relationships in general are going to be different and unique and some relationships yeah. are more pivotal maybe than others, mm-hmm. but I feel like they should all give you the space to be able to help and change. I respect that though, that this is on a different scale, that this really will yeah. will have you face 
your biggest traumas and insecurities and shadow work and whatever it may be. I get that that's the point of twin flames, though I feel like, again, like I feel like you can have like a relationship that you don't typify as a twin flame that helps you work through these big issues. And And then also it's like, if not everybody has a twin flame, like I feel like, does that mean you can't work on these you can't find these relationships that's going to help you yeah. work on these things, that you'll yeah. never be able to reach your highest purpose and well, you'll never be able to like give great impact to the world sort of exactly it, yeah. it almost feels like it's like a sense of like I know that there's singular people who make big impacts like it doesn't ha- they didn't necessarily need of someone else one other they didn't person. need a twin flame to work on like what a singular yeah. person to work on those issues with and they they've worked on their issues with multiple people throughout their lives exactly or alone or alone. you know whatever it might be I feel like it's like a lot of these I think one of my qualms with the idea of twin flames is that like a lot of them, a lot of the definitions around twin flames are very deals with the absolute. Mm -hmm. And I don't ever like dealing with the absolute Mm. in the sense, like I, it, it almost makes it feel like it, it it's pigeonholing a concept of relationships that I don't think needs or to be. your relationship isn't special unless it's a twin flame relationship exactly. and I don't want to say that but also like we are humans like let's not pretend that we're not humans we do get our ego does speak to us 100%. and our ego one of its its things is it it wants to stand out it's, it's like oh well we want a special relationship right like we want a relationship that is you know the most amazing relationship for us and it's our person right it's our person and I feel like this turns into like a dangerous way of thinking where it's like, you know, I don't know. Like I know, I agree. You know and, what I'm saying? and the flip side of that too, totally. I agree with what you're saying. And I think that on the flip side of it is that with twin flames, if you think that you have a twin flame and you're one day hoping to meet your twin, I'm not, I'm not saying soulmate. I'm not saying other person. I'm saying twin flame in particular. Like if you're saying that you're going to have a twin flame or or you feel like you have one and you you need this sense of completeness like from it, it kind of bothers me that like, do you think that your soul, okay, like I I have to be very careful with how I phrase this. I know it kind of um, goes into the vein of like, so if we're saying a a a twin flame is the fact that you are of one soul that has been incarnated into two separate beings does that make your soul your half of the soul any less important pivotal on its own because like yeah like it's like it kind of bothers me like whereas like yeah with a soulmate you of course you're gonna get that sense of completion wholeness whatever word that you want to use fulfillment but like with the twin flame by saying and of course this is just this is just saying, and this is if you believe in the souls as a, a, a one and en- one entity, it all comes down to a matter of perspective, of course. Yeah. And I think that, that it's, I think one of the reasons why I push against, or I have a block with this idea of twin flames is the fact that I don't like the idea that like, does it make your, your half of the soul any less complete? Like, how I feel like it belittles you as a person, kind of, to not yeah. have met your twin flame. Like, and of course, 
here I am from the perspective of I don't necessarily subscribe to this idea and thus also maybe I, I if 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 twin flames are totally I'm gonna use finger quotes real concept does that mean I don't have one because I think that I my soul feels complete mm -hmm. as it is and I don't even want to say that because of course I have I know I need to grow as a person and everything yeah. so I don't want to say complete as in ready oh, and done no, but, I but yeah like a wholeness like a sense yeah. of wholeness you can like, have a like, sense of wholeness and still know that you have to work on things I think that's totally the whole point of wholeness and work but, right and, and so that yeah in our imperfections but also say that we're whole at the same time 100 you know? so then it's like so it's like by saying that twin flames you're half of a soul that are trying to connect again you're half of a consciousness that are trying to connect again yeah i think that that makes the whole idea of a twin flame really beautiful and explosive and pivotal once and you come is, together but it's like what about you on your own like this where, is where i think maybe that the human race in? or human ego has almost skewed this a little bit maybe the whole idea of twin flame has always just been like an explanation of like a yearning that's inside of you like mm. okay like I feel like something might be missing but I'm just want yearning more. and this is where human ego has turned it into this whole shebang of right. you know completion and and you know passionate relationships and and like one thing that really rubbed me the wrong way and we need to remember these articles are written by humans they're written by human ego um was that oh well if you're looking for comfortable you can seek out a soulmate but if you're looking to do real work you seek out your twin flame that I, me I don't, yeah and that's where i get i don't think twin flames if you're seeking twin flames and you're seeking that sort of relationship i don't think there's anything wrong with that like if that's totally. if that's your prerogative but I don't like that sometimes it looks down on, you know, stable relationships as boring or settling because you're not, you're not doing the work that you could be doing or you're not. Yeah. It, and again, that's yeah. the idea of like, oh, you have different levels of relationships with different people. And also yeah. your one relationship with one person could change phenomenally over time and you can have like these ebbs and flows of growth and quote unquote stagnation or comfortableness or whatever it may be and I think that that's valid and I think that like you can get that from a soulmate relationship and perhaps we I just should don't think you're get less that than, yeah. I, I just I don't like this whole idea of uh, like FOMO fear of missing out yes that that is what there's this idea of exclusivity yeah and even when I was reading, like, even, where like, it's like, you know, that like the, oh, well, I don't want anything other than my twin flame because my twin flame's the best. And it, it doesn't allow you to see the other options or the other possibilities that are around you that could be really great for you. Totally. I totally agree with that. Yeah. And it just like, I don't know, it, it, it does bother me that it get like, even when reading, um, like trying to find more examples of like the origins of twin flames and again like we have it like the idea of like soulmates as a concept of an actual like split soul like going back to plato and like i saw references to perhaps like the book of the dead and and stuff like that it's almost like in some places i even saw like oh only this percent of there was there was like there was an x amount of twin flames 
X amount, like not everybody is going to have a twin yeah. flame. And that again, like that leads me to, and yes, I did read articles that say everybody has a twin flame. I haven't even clarified that, um, that there are a lot of twin flame relationships that don't even like end up long-term. Like a lot of twin flame relationships actually are more of the short-term which yeah to help you grow through something which I think like fits the oneness in a way because the oneness feels like such a conclusion where like it would make sense that it was just like a a small period of time though they did say you can have your twin flame and have it be a lifelong partner yes it can be a lifelong partner but there are a lot that that end just as like yeah 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 exactly there is this whole I didn't mean to cut you off no it's okay there is such a just a tricky I was just going off of the idea of like the exclusivity like that it feels Mm. like there's an exclusivity like even when people talk about like no not everybody has a twin flame you only this amount of people have a twin flame and it's like for I don't really like that idea I guess and And these are my own um these are my own biases these are my own I don't have experience working with twin flames or anything like that I just said what I was about to say like I just want to mention for people listening to this if you have your own twin flame experiences, normally we say this at the conclusion, but I do want to say this right now, just because like Megan and I have definitely been speaking our own opinions on this. But if you have a twin flame experience, like we would love to hear it because I genuinely knew coming into this that we had our own biases and we had our own thought processes. And again, we were going to have a guest that kind of balanced us out, but unfortunately that didn't like happen. So we are open to 100%, especially because we don't have our own experiences. It's not something that we're seeking out, but it is something that obviously just based off this conversation we are very interested in so I just want to clarify that like by no means are we saying like twin flame is like sucks or like it's not a relationship you should be in these are not at all like we've heard and we've seen not seen but like this is what we're learning about it yeah exactly and I think that is another thing that I do want to point out because of the fact that like I I I do believe in soulmates plural I do believe in that concept that people are supposed to meet to help fulfill themselves and bring themselves to a higher place so I don't I think that it is in the realm of possibility that twin flames are a a thing I I, again I don't want to say it's totally valid for your it's a totally valid concept and Mm -hmm. it's steeped in like a lot of people people's experiences but I think one of the reasons why I have such a tricky um viewpoint on it as well is the fact that I'm looking at this from the standpoint of I'm reading articles forums I am reading online discussions of people talking about their twin flame experiences but this is it this is more of like a secondhand account a secondhand and I don't even want to say secondhand because like I learn from like you Allison I learn from people secondhand but um it's kind of like there's such an a broad array of papers and ideas and issue is it's not something that's so completely nailed down like the fact that like half of my articles that I read on on this um contradicted each other in a lot of spots I think that's where I'm having like this kind of trickier perception on uh twin flames and perspective on a whole on twin flames is because of the fact that the material that's out there talking about it is not conclusive concise 
and can be contradictory to each, to each other and that automatically is going to lend itself to more skepticism on mm-hmm. my part and because also then you i can am cherry a... pick information exactly like, no, whatever you're looking for you can cherry pick and so it's like not that and that is almost how i that's how i feel that it that it's written a lot um not saying I, that these things that are so esoteric like cuz we talk we're talking about a really yeah. really esoteric concept so it's hard to be like oh it needs to be more grounded in the concrete but i do understand like but it does it is it would I feel like I want to hear more I want to directly hear more people's stories and relationships about it because it's kind of like it is a hot and that's a thing learning about twin flames a lot of the things that people had said about twin flames is like you this whole concept might seem really foreign to you because you've not experienced it Hmm. so on the one hand I have experienced a lot of these things on the list that are supposedly for you your like twin could flame. have potentially met your twin flame but you just didn't pursue it you know what I mean I or, didn't or, or no not even pursue like, it I didn't classify it as right. an idea of twin flame and I still don't think that that's the case I still don't feel like yeah. again I think my another layer of my my dissonance or my like mm-hmm. my differing opinion on this is also it, that it comes down to the idea of like one soul being split and there's just something about that that I it's am so inherently you're a twin too <laughs> I know I it's think like it's not that I think that my are twins but like it's it, it's interesting that you're just like yeah I don't think these things should split like <laughs> well and, and, and I don't want to say they can't split and then I then I think of like freaking I know you didn't really I think of like freaking Voldemort splitting his soul into like seven and stuff I'm not saying but and of course that weakened his soul though that was the murder that did that but but it's like almost like this idea of maybe the fact that I am a twin and I have my own very growing up I've always been like I'm independent Mm. um yeah like I have a really like you love your sister but also you have had to like I have a very persona sort of thing yeah like it's kind of like I have a super intense relationship with her in fact like I said before a lot of these things on this like stages or symptoms or whatever it might be like I've had that with my twin sister um I don't think that we're twin flame because I I think that that's a big factor is like I've always hardcore been like I am my own person just because we're identical twins does not make us any less of an individual Mm -hmm. and I think that this might be one of my personal issues with the concept of twin flame in the first place is that it's a whole concept on one soul being split into two and the fact that you need each other to exist and like and that like kind of bothers me. And I'm not saying I'm not belittling the but relationships now, but that now people that have. But like, are you being triggered to, like, it, you I, to work through this? this it's very, it's a very interesting no, and very tricky nuanced. concept. And I think like, like I'm just trying to in explaining this, I'm just trying to give background yeah. to the listeners as to like why I'm he- more hesitant on this idea of twin flames in the first place. And I know it's a lot of it has to do with my own personal perspective, probably of wanting to be or being an individual and always having to like express that fact for myself society whomever it might be that I've always had that like I just because I'm a twin an identical twin doesn't mean that I'm not an individual and I think that I hate the idea of by having something it's belittling something in nature Mm. like you're literally making something smaller less than 
Mm. And of course, this is also, I'm being super nitpicky and getting very to like the literal definition. Mm. And since this is an esoteric kind of concept it, or spiritual concept, it shouldn't necessarily, I shouldn't. Clearly, I found multiple definitions already for what twin flames are. So it's hard for me to necessarily say, this is my pickup. This is where I'm held up on it. And yeah. um, that could just be, I'm held up on this one definition fair. and it works that's beyond fair. that definition. But I do need to hear other people's examples. Yeah. I do want to hear other people's stories about it in yeah. order to kind or of thoughts or, yeah. form my, continue furthering my opinions. Yeah. And it's um, interesting because like, I don't even think my um, aversion to it is, but again, like I believe it. you, you're kind of like, you don't subscribe to it at all. I kind of like believe in it. I just don't want it. So it's like, it's interesting how like deep, not deep, but like how um, thoughtful you've been of it because of like the twin and, and like wanting to be an individual and stuff like that. Or like I, me, I'm just like, I'm not interested in a relationship that's not like I don't I'm not interested in like um an extensive volatile yeah. relationship like that's just not something that I feel like I would ever feel safe in and so right. that's why and I'm it, like I don't I don't I don't really I it might exist but I don't really care for that that's not something that I need in this life and alternatively of course maybe it's not as volatile as I think it's it being painted mm. like as the articles true. that we're reading it's that's exactly the same thing as like maybe it's to a lesser or or alternatively like I've I've had struggles in my own relationships that I don't consider twin flame relationships that aren't fun yeah and that I mean, there's always great so I think that but, fun, so. but that's what but I mean like I think that maybe like there's scales maybe there's yeah. a scale to this that we don't know because we're just mostly getting this out of articles that we're reading and yeah like a lot of what my opinions I just literally thinking them in the like reflecting on this in the moment in this yeah. conversation 100%. um one um, of the other topics that yeah. I thought was interesting with regards to um twin flames was that I was reading kind of like articles that give a healthy dose of skepticism as well mm -hmm. as a healthy dose of like possibility which is what we're about um yeah but one of the things one of the explanations that I just wanted to quickly touch on um for something that could be written off as twin flames but that might not be like an mm -hmm. like a good ex example of what a possible explanation as to what you could be experiencing is the idea of limerence mm -hmm. and I thought that that was just a really interesting concept that I wanted to touch on yeah, um so it was coined by a psychologist named Dorothy Tanov in the 1970s and here's the definition of limerence the cognitive and emotional state of being infatuated or obsessed with another person that is involuntary and characterized by a desire for reciprocation of one's feelings. And one of the articles that I had, uh, actually a couple of articles that I had read referenced the, this idea of limerence and the fact that um, I think this often, this has a lot to do to the reflection of like people who are learning about twin flames are seeking out why do I feel so intense about this relationship well, that I'm just coming person. into? Like, why am I feeling, yeah, I've been infatuated before, but why oh, am I and I've so, been before. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, they're like, I've been infatuated, but why am I so drawn mm -hmm. to this person? And then they go down the lane of like, oh, this is my twin flame. Mm -hmm. But another possible example is this idea of, of limerence is the idea of like, 
you becoming so infatuated this state of like obsession like there was even like examples of limerence as being like people you could be totally obsessed with someone that doesn't know that doesn't know who you are even yeah like celebrities like 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 i know you love robert pattinson i know god i wouldn't say to this level yeah i know that's what i'm saying but But yeah i don't think he's my twin flame you're like i just feel connected to this person like we must we must be soul family and it's like no you just like this person exactly and that's i think this like i just wanted to touch on that idea of limerence just a little because i do think that there is this like lens that some people can get highly yeah limerence can be found in stage one which is yearning for the one like exactly and i and i just think that there are a lot of examples of people that think they're getting into a twin flame relationship and it could just easily be, I don't want to say easily, but it could be explained with this idea of limerence and infatuation. It's very nuanced. It's very subtle. Cause then it's like, well, how do you know what's a connection as opposed to like, what's that? But I also feel like the people or the things that are meant to come into your life will come. I don't want to use the word easy, but like, you're not going to have to like like force something to happen it's like if if people are you're not gonna have to force it like it's like not that you don't like obviously you have to take action obviously you have to do stuff you can't just sit in your living room and like expect the job or the person to come running into your into your house but like I know you're saying like if if they're meant to be in your life they will be in your life they will be in your life you won't have to like force someone to be in your life yeah and you shouldn't have to and you shouldn't have to exactly yeah and that totally makes sense yeah so before we totally wrap up this concept of twin flames and stuff I did want to mention well I guess it is kind of uh not in the vein of twin flames but (laughs) I wanted to mention this little soulmate story because I mean half this episode we did talk about soulmates anyhow and um I was talking to my dad if you're interested in hearing it (laughs) um anyways I'm I'm um, I haven't heard it yet so I'm excited yeah so I was talking to my dad literally just like a couple of hours before we were recording this and I was kind of like explaining him to him the concept of twin flames and I was like he wasn't familiar with it so I basically was just like it's in the same vein as soulmates and he just goes oh well like you know I I was supposed to have a soulmate that I'm never gonna meet and I'm like what like what do you mean so he had said when he was younger he lived my dad's from Long Island I live there right now but so when he was younger, he was on Long Island and his mother, my grandma, was working with a Ouija board. And I know we've probably mentioned Ouija boards on here before. I know people have multiple opinions on Ouija boards and how accurate and how successful they may be. But yeah, let's just put that away for another day and just acknowledge she was just working with a Ouija board, not messing around like she was using a Ouija board. Mm-hmm. So my grandma was using it with my aunt and were communicating with a spirit who claimed to be someone named Nainai and was supposedly the soulmate of my dad. Like literally that this is what they told to my grandma. And so my grandma was like, yeah, apparently there was this this soul, of course, it's a soul, um, who is supposed to be your soulmate named Nainai. And he's like, all right, that's really interesting. So this is just what they were told and communicated through the board. All right, so cut ahead a little bit. Yeah. Um, 
a little while later, they moved to New Mexico. This is when my dad's a teenager. So they're in New Mexico. My dad's dating a girl. He's talking with her, getting to know her. And he had said something and she's like, you know what? And she was getting like really emotional. She's like, you know what? You would love my friend. You would get along with her so well. And she, she was like getting really emotional. She was like, you guys are like the same person. It's insane. And he's like, why are you like crying? And he's, Cause he's like, dating her, right? Like, like they're, or they're like, yeah, they're, yeah, they're dating. dating. He was seeing yeah. a girl. Yeah, yeah. 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 But she was just like super emotional over that yeah. fact. And he's like, why, like, why can't I meet her? Like what, what's up? Like, you know what I mean? And she says, she just died in a car crash with her uncle two weeks ago and she was obviously super emotional because this was like her best friend that just passed away and she's like her name was Nainai and literally literally my dad was like are you serious because like this is a separate place separate time and only two weeks before she died so oh, isn't that like oh crazy? I was like, Dad, are you God. screwing with me? And he's like, he's like, where would I, why would I make that up? You? Would I name her Nainai? Nainai, exactly. And the fact that's that like, like, um, like a, like a specific name, like such a specific name. And that's exactly the name that was told to my grandma through the Ouija wow. board that was supposed to be my dad's soulmate. And then <gasps> literally he's dating this girl and she's just like, yeah, like her name was Nainai. Isn't that wild? wow isn't that so wild I just had a share I was like how have I never known this story but as soon as he told me that because he literally starts off oh I was supposed to have a soulmate but she's dead so I'll never meet her and I was like what, what? like what at first I thought he was and just that, like, like it's it's a story that proves that soulmates are so nuanced too like it's like exactly because she was al- and she was alive it was she was alive when yeah. my uh grandma was doing the Ouija-ing and she, was getting oh, told that because at that point when the she was alive at that point because then they moved to so New it was Mexico. Just like her, her energy through the Ouija board, I guess, or maybe or like a spirit, maybe someone that's exactly that's what I was thinking. Maybe someone that's connected to her. Maybe it was her energy that was through it. Um, especially because we know we've said that time is cyclical and circular. It's not straight yeah, it's and narrow. Not, yeah. So they could have gotten that from. It's just such a random piece of information that my grandma got and told my dad, and then they literally moved to New Mexico, and then he was seeing this out of all the people. It's like out of all the people that he he moved halfway across the country, more than halfway across the country, and met someone whose best friend just passed away, and her name was Nine Eye, and it's just like, what are the chances, right? wow yeah so I know it's not a twin flame story but he just told me that and I was like story insane so crazy they could have been twin flames well they they, yeah or soulmates at least well we know that they're they were yeah were soulmates definitely interesting So, so fun That story with your dad is like actually insane. <laughs> like gosh, that's so crazy, Meg. I know. I'm glad you. I'm glad you were able to speak to him before the episode to be able to get that. That's really me too. Yeah, yeah it was like planned. perfect timing, divine timing. It was very, very perfect timing. And honestly, I love stories like that. I really want to know, like, if you guys, listeners, have any soulmate stories or or twin flame stories or like we said earlier. 
if you have a particular opinion on twin flames or experience or insight on it we really really want to hear it um and that's just on a personal level like not even you don't just not even private messages yeah just yeah reach out to us whatever your opinions are your views are we love hearing the diversity of of views and we want to hear more to learn more um especially so with really spiritual and esoteric topics like that like to pretend i know more than like four percent of what's going on in like I, the world exactly. of spirituality is kind of insane so i'm always open to hearing everyone's uh, opinions totally no yeah. i i'm in the same boat as you i want i want to learn more i want to know more and i like being swayed mm-hmm. if i can be swayed i like a good argument <laughs> so um reach out to us you can contact us um uh through instagram at out of the average pod um or through our gmail out of the average pod at gmail.com or you can also check out our website out of the average pod.squarespace.com we have transcriptions on there you can comment on there sometimes we link some pictures depending on the episode so definitely check it out um but in the meantime stay weird guys stay weird Thank you.